0: This podcast is brought to you by Meteor8. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business.
1: Welcome to the My Business Podcast. Today, something a little bit different, some an industry that we haven't spoken to before. I've got Chantel Girardi in the studio with me here. Chantel? Welcome to Podfire Studios. Hey, good to be here. So that's the first thing is how excited you are. I can't (laughs) wait for this. uh, It's supposed to be 20 minutes. Goodness knows how long this will go for. I think Ruby's going to have some editing to do. Chantelle, tell us about your business and um, what you do.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I'm from online business marketing. Uh, Many will know me as Chantelle Girardi because we only really acquired the name probably two years ago when we uh, became a company. Uh, probably before the C word, uh, I had to become a company because my business just evolved with this absolute need for more businesses to go online. Um, and what I do is so incredibly different because it's all about empowering business owners to manage their own marketing, uh, to actually make money so they don't have to spend so much time online.
1: That's incredible. You said the C word, which is COVID. Um, what did COVID do to the average person in this in, like in this, um with respect to the online marketing?
0: Yeah, um, well, firstly, some people went crazy, um, as I'm sure we all know, <laughs> but some people went good <laughs> crazy. <C> some, word. <laughs> yeah. some people went good crazy, some people went bad crazy, but I think it just shook everyone up. And for those people who had their heads stuck in the clouds where they kind of thought, uh, you know, you don't have to go online or you don't have to be good online. It shook those people and made it essential that business owners do get better at what they do. So many businesses did then go online and did see the value in investing on in, in themselves and investing in their systems and investing in their, themselves to do their marketing better um, because that priority was now really a need. So how did you
1: get into this kind of business?
0: I fell straight into it. Um, I am completely not a marketer. I have no tech experience, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> oh,
1: this is going um, well.
0: It's going really well. I'm so underqualified. <laughs> um, however, I'm known as the handholding holding marketer um, and mostly because of the practical way that I go about working with business owners in managing their own marketing. Um, and it's because I'm an absolute need. So 14 years ago, I moved from South Africa. In South Africa, everybody knew me. I had a big family, I was married, children, I had a business, I was an ex-triathlete. So everyone in in the uh, fitness industry knew me and I was a personal trainer. So I opened up health, wellness and fitness centers and it was really easy to get clients because it's just word of mouth referrals and everyone knows your story and everyone knows who you are. So getting clients was not a problem. Then we got the opportunity to come to Australia, which every South African takes, (laughs) Um, packed up our bags, came over here, and while paying our way into the country with three daughters under the age of five, um, my husband at the time, he was working, and I was looking after the children like a good wife should. Um, But he was actually made redundant in the first couple of years, and that put a lot of stress on us financially, and obviously we didn't want to be sent back. So I did what every good stay-at-home mom does, and that's get on Facebook and play. Um, And when I did that, (laughs) I worked out that I could actually form relationships, position myself um, and get my name out there as a fitness instructor on the Gold Coast in a saturated industry without paying for ads. And within five years, I had a well-established personal training business on the Gold Coast and within seven years at a health, wellness and fitness center. And everyone went, how the hell did you do that? You're hyperactive, you're non-techie, you've got no marketing experience, um, you really, you know." don't know what you were doing at all, but you did it. So can you show us how? And um, and when I had my health, wellness and fitness centre, I had all these subcontractors and they were every week they couldn't pay me money because they had no clients. And they said, well, Chantel, how did you do it? So I started running these workshops where I started teaching people how to manage their own marketing and their social media without paying for ads because they were going, we're doing social media, but we just want to know how to do it better. We, are, we have a website, but we just want to know how to use it. We sending emails, but we don't even know what we're doing. So if we just get and do it better, we don't have to outsource. We don't have to do a- ads, and we don't have to spend our life online. Um, and that's how I fell into it. What <laughs> an incredible
1: story from from um, coming to Australia, paying your own way to Australia with three little kids, to um, a business that's 14 years later that is a thriving business that everybody needs. You must yeah. Be, do you ever stop and think about how <laughs> how how has that
0: happened? I do. I do. I do. I definitely do because um a lot of people know like I love to play. Play is a huge like value in my life and if you if you're on my Facebook page you'll see I'm always playing, I'm always adventuring, I'm always outdoors, I'm always doing everything. And people go, "But how are you running a successful online business?" And I always say to them it comes down to the three S's and that is as a business owner if you want an online business, you have to improve your skills. You have to have an income-producing strategy and you have to have systems. And if you want to be a business owner, you've got to own your business and you have to have those three things or you just won't survive.
1: It makes it pretty simple, doesn't
0: it? Super simple. <laughs>
1: but we still need to talk to you about about these things as business owners. We need to come and have that, um, I guess, as you said, the hand-holding marketer. Was that the word you used? Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- that's a, a really important way to give people confidence that it will work. Um why do you do what you do? I mean, what, what gets you up in the morning and gets you, because I can tell you are a punch the air kind of person. You get excited every day. What makes you excited about this business?
0: Oh, for me, it, it comes down to a couple of E words. Um, and I am an educator. I love educating people. But more importantly, I love to empower them. So I think when I remember back to as a mum with three kids with absolutely no money, having that stress, having that overwhelm, having the fear of scarcity and the fear of not being able to, you know, provide for your family, um, it was a really, it was a horrible time. It was really a, a stressful and, and miserable time for me. And I just think if I if I had the education, if I had that empowerment at the time, how much more different and how much quicker my business could have been a success. And I really just want to save business owners from having that. So for me, I get so excited every day uh, to wake up and go, hey, business owners that are out there, if you've got an online business and you want to be successful, you don't have to outsource, you don't have to do ads, but you do have to get better at what you're doing. And I'm here for you.
1: It's an incredible um, mantra to have every day. I mean, We've got people that go off and teach our kids in schools and we've got all different kinds of educators. I love that, the educator and the empower, because that's what it is about, isn't it? The um, empowering people to be able to do this themselves. How long do clients stay with you? Is it something that they keep coming back to you or is it um, something that you teach them and then you can see the success of what you've taught them later on?
0: Yeah, great question. Um, so often it's just a project-based thing where they'll come in and I'll look at what's missing from their marketing because there's always bottlenecks and roadblocks and potentially things that they haven't even thought of that are just that that need significant work in order for what they're doing to actually work because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. So for me, it's about identifying what those missing pieces are, quoting on that and working with them on that, I have many that take that and just run with it. Um, and get fantastic results. I mean, we've had you know twenty three thousand dollar email campaign of one email in two minutes that we sent from an email from, from a business that had been sending emails for months, absolute months, with no results. With no results. Uh, well, they were getting some sales, yeah, but, but they were piddly. Um, and I've got others that are you know um, smaller businesses where they might be selling like crystals from home, doing email marketing, and now they're getting you know an extra five hundred dollars a week just by having an abandoned cart strategy. Um, so many of them will take that strategy and just run. Others will actually stay on an ongoing basis. So for example, I might see them for one hour a month and I'll train them and their team because there's constantly stuff that you need to consider. You know, maybe it's, um, you know, we're coming up to end of financial year. We've got Mother's Day right now. So we have to think about content. We have to think about campaigns. We've got to think of, you know, what does a customer need right now? And how can we communicate what it is that we're selling to those people? So I do have project-based stuff. And then I've got ongoing um, consultancy as well, where I go in and I train their businesses and their their teams. It's often a husband and a wife. Sometimes, um, you know, there's about two or three other members as well. And, and the family-run business will often go, you know what, we don't want to outsource this. We're passionate about what we do. We love having control of our own client generation. We love managing our own marketing and we want our voice respected online. So we don't want to outsource it, but they go, you know, what? we just want someone to be able to support us and hold our hand through the process of doing this ourselves.
1: That's incredible. I had a look at your website um, yesterday and a bit more this morning, actually. Um, I think it's an awesome website. You came in, we had a bit of a chat as we do before the podcast and you said that, you know, you can have the best website in the world but if you've got no strategy and no no um, plan in there, you're you it won't matter. And you said, conversely, you could have the worst website in the world but with a good strategy and it will work. Can you explain that a little bit more? Because I think a lot of business owners out there, um, look, and I, I have a business as well, I might need to talk to you at some <laughs> stage, but um, I think a lot of business owners think, well, you know, we'll get the website, it looks great, now, now everyone's just going to turn up on to my website and buy things. Explain why why it's so important and how it can work.
0: Yeah, well, firstly, I often tell people that um, if you are just starting out, don't get a website. Like I am, I have so many controversial <laughs> controversial um, strategies that I teach, and um, for the first five years of my business, I was getting clients, I was making sales, and it was without having a website because a lot of people forget about their Google My Business listing, and they forget that there's other things like landing pages or building an email list and, and nurturing those prospects and turning them into sales. Um, I would do that any day of the week. I would get your social media and your email marketing right before you actually get your website right. Um, so make money from that, then use that money then to, make, to get a website, And don't get a cheap website, get a website that works. Because if you want to be respected online as a business owner, if you want to make sales, you do have to stand out from your competitors. So a cheap website, you know, is not going to be ideal. In saying that, you don't have to be screwed either and buy an expensive one that doesn't work. So very important for me, what we teach is that if you are going to get a website, make sure that it's one that you know how to edit and they haven't coded it because at least you'll have control over those sales pages and be able to go in and edit it yourself we want business owners to have control over their own marketing which means being having access to their website and being going, being able to go in and make those changes as needed
1: it's really important isn't it yeah who is the customer for you i mean who do you who is the normal if someone if you were to say this is my typical customer who is that
0: It often is, um, it is often a a husband and wife team or family run business. It often is a purpose led business. So it is a business that has some sort of social cause, um, or a charity or an initiative, or they really are wanting to make a difference in the world. It's not just about selling a service or a product. So for them... They want to be heard. They have a voice and they don't really want to outsource that voice to someone else. They really want to be involved in their marketing and want to have control over um, how they actually communicate with their customers. Um, And a lot of, there are a lot of business owners who don't want that and I'm not for them because, you know, they're quite happy to outsource it to someone else and have somebody else communicate on their behalf. But I fulfill the need of those other people that really want themselves heard. When
1: you talk about outsourcing because that to me is a little bit vague for me is that where somebody will use an external marketing company and the marketing company runs everything for them
0: Yeah. Or it could even be hiring a virtual assistant or getting administrator. And um, this is one of the things that does upset me about the industry, because there's this thing where they go, or there's a couple of things, but one of the things is, is, oh, you've got to do Facebook ads. And firstly, no, you don't have to do Facebook ads, in fact, or any paid advertising. If it's not working without ads, it's not working. It doesn't matter how much money you put behind it, it's not going to work. So that is generally paid advertising is for the quick fix people. I want a quick fix. I want to bury my head in the sand. I just want a quick fix and that's the route they go down and it's a very expensive route. Um, the second thing is, is oh, if you're not good at it or you don't like it, outsource it. Come on, people. Yep. Like anything anything new is challenging And if you want to get good at anything, you have to challenge yourself and get better at it. So again, you have to own your business if you want to be a business owner, which means you have to get uncomfortable and learn some stuff you don't want to do. I'm non-techie. I'm non-techie. I hate being online. But you know what? If I want to make a difference in the world and change people's lives, I'm going to get better at it and I'm going to do it. So we live in this society right now where they go, if you don't like it, just outsource it. And then they don't have the money to do it. So they're a startup or a small business. They don't have the money. So they pay peanuts, they get monkeys, and they wonder why it's not working. The other thing is if you don't have a strategy to outsource to someone – they will do whatever they want to do with it. And the business owners I work with are not prepared to hand over their very important voice and brand to somebody and just say, I don't want to be involved in it. You just sort it out. You just go and do Facebook posts. You just go do whatever. I don't want to know about it.
1: I mean, it's it's almost losing a little bit of control, isn't it? And the passion. I mean, I get the passion that you're showing for your business, (laughs) but Every business owner has that about their business and this lets them control or, or channel that passion into their own voice, isn't it, rather than an external company or outsourcing?
0: Yeah, 100%. So we will go in and we'll tr- we'll give them that strategy so that they do have something to outsource and at least then they can oversee that person who's working for them. They'll be able to have a look at that as well.
1: Give us three tips for people looking to... Um, utilise your kind of business? What what should people be looking for?
0: Yeah, look, the number one thing is have a strategy, you know, and I, I go back to this about moving here um, and having absolutely no money because we didn't. I mean, we didn't have a washing machine for the first year, so I was – hand-washing children's clothing. My daughters called our car rat bag because it stunk of a dead rat and it had no air conditioning in the windows, um, wouldn't go down. So, um, you know, it's – I go back to that time and I'm kind of grateful that I didn't have Centrelink because, you know, we were still working our way into the country. And I'm so grateful for that because it made me not just fluff around online but it made me take it seriously – And it made me do things differently until it worked. And it comes back to that S word, and that is having a strategy. And a strategy has the end in mind. And the end in mind is not visibility. It is not engagement. It is money. (laughs) That's right. Okay. It is money.
1: (laughs) It's supporting your family.
0: It's supporting your family. Another S word. A hundred percent. There's
1: a lot of S words we're going through
0: (laughs) today. So when it comes down to that, for me, I looked at it and I went, okay, well, you've got to work out how much money do I actually need to make in order to feed the family, right? This is how much money I need to make. This is a service that I can provide that is a much needed service. These are the type of people that need that service. This is how I can communicate to those people what it is that um, I'm selling and then go out onto social media and send people through that funnel and chase that one thing. But we live in a world right now where it gets a bit hard or it gets a bit uncomfortable and they go and they rebrand, rebrand. In the meantime, what they really should be doing is looking for the kink in the hose and fixing that kink in the it's hose. That out. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So strategy is my number one. Definitely you have to have to have to improve your strategy. You have to be strategy focused. You have to be sales focused, not engagement focused, not a visibility focused. Everyone goes, "I get so much engagement on Instagram." I'm like, "That's great. How many clients do you get? How many sales do you get? How many products do you sell?" "Oh, nothing." But I spend every day on Instagram. Yeah. So so strategy is really important. Um, The next one for me would be (laughs) go right now and check the platforms that you are using because chances are that you set them up Three, five, seven years ago, yep. and you filled out your about section, and your about section says that you're a pole dancer. When right now you're probably a lawyer.
1: Have you looked
0: at mine? I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so go and have a look because what happens when people set up their profiles as they go? I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that. I'll. I'll do that tomorrow. And tomorrow is ten years later. And when we go into people's accounts and we have a look, people forget that. Prospects and your audience and your fans are going into your about section. They're looking at your bios, they're looking at your story, and you haven't updated it. You basically rushed the entire process and didn't do it. So go and check your setups, check your about sections, and make sure that they're still relevant. But also because they often change, so Facebook often changes, um, and the platforms all change. Sometimes they move things around. So for example, recently they got rid of the additional story and. They took the first couple hundred and fifty units and made it into a bio. So the sentence goes: um, she went to the hummel, and then it kind of <laughs> stops because. And they just took the first couple of words, yeah. and people don't know that. So go in, have a look at your profiles, and go clean them up. Respect your vehicles. It's just like you wouldn't put diesel into a petrol car. Respect the vehicle that you have, and it will run more efficiently. Just like your website sales pages, go and check them. Uh, go and make sure that your sales pages are up to date, make sure that your payment links, just go look at your vehicles and make sure they're all are relevant and up to date so that they perform better for you. And what would number three be? Number three, if you improve your productivity online, which is improving your systems, you'll have more time to play. And as I said, playing is a fundamental value for me. I'm hyperactive, I'm outdoorsy, I do not want to be stuck in front of a computer. So in order to do that, I find the quickest, most efficient ways to get results online so I don't have to be online. And that means having systems in place. So please don't go to Facebook groups and ask people, what email system should i have and you've get 1000 people telling you their perspectives and they've got no idea what Which your is business is it's just what they use isn't it it's just what they use or their best. experience and yeah. it's and and you've got absolutely no idea you need somebody to look at your entire ecosystem to be able to prescribe that so when i go in and i go i need to look at your whole eco ecosystem to prescribe that they often don't contact me, they don't want to have a conversation, but they're quite happy to take advice. So they'll go set up MailChimp and probably three months after they've pulled their hair out, they've realised that actually that was an expensive route to go down. They've just had to learn it, they've just had to pay for it, they don't enjoy it and they actually need something else.
1: You remind, when you're talking about all this, one of the things that I always uh, prescribe to is on a Friday I like to have what I call balcony time or I have a look at what's happened in the last week and go, okay, what can what went well, what didn't go well. And really what you're saying is that you you are the person in the balcony having a look at our businesses and looking at it with a fresh set of eyes. It really is an invaluable resource, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it's so good. Um, often, you know, within the first couple of minutes, I can identify straight away where there is a problem. Um, and usually it is not what the business owner came to me for. A business owner will come to me and go, I'm really struggling with, Um, sales or I'm struggling with leads and when I look at it it might just be the effect of communication of what it is that they do because they don't have a content plan Um, and we give them the content plan we give them those words Well, we work with them to find their words so they can communicate their business
1: that's amazing we talked at the start when before we started we said oh you know I think this the time will fly and it has flown Um, what's next for for Chantelle
0: Um, you know, again, with the C word, I went, we were focused mainly on strategy. We're focused mainly on consulting, um, small business owners and their teams. Um, however, the Queensland government grant Uh, government gave out a whole bunch of grants when it came to COVID um, and they love what we do and we we are a grant approved provider. So they came to us and said, look, you're doing strategies, you're changing business owners lives, you've know, you won all these awards, you have all these reviews online. Um, We really love what you do, but we also would love an element to your business where you actually do some done for you services. So over the last year, um, we've now done that because someone would come to us and go, we need to have a lead magnet and I would give them the strategy we'd create the funnel, but then they couldn't find somebody to set that up in their business. So the good news is is that we now have a team now that can go in and actually do that for you. So you don't have to find a VA, you don't have to negotiate it, you don't have to project manage it, you don't have to do anything. We'll actually do that as part of our service. So that was a huge thing for us during COVID, setting that up. Um, But again, we will not take away from the fact that we want business owners empowered. So we want you to use your website, so we'll teach you how to use it um we want you to use your emails so we'll teach you how to manage them um so even though we set it up for you we will teach you how to manage it that's part of what we do
1: that's what i loved about your website actually because you've got the three things on there the coaching the done for you and the courses and i had a bit of a flick through those and i thought there's something in that for everyone there's really no matter how in a a little way it's like going to a doctor and you 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 think to yourself i don't want to go because i don't want to know the answer um, but you're able to provide that answer. And I think most businesses will go, oh, well, that actually wasn't as bad as what I thought. Yeah. You know, and, that's
0: and and I am an educator. I can't help myself. So I always say to people, you don't have to spend a cent with me. All you have to do is subscribe on my website um, and access, I think we've got over 300 blogs on there, including training videos. You don't have to give me one cent. Um, you can access all that training for free and it's all Dot points, practical, because that's how I like it uh, for myself. (laughs) A great
1: segue there. Tell people how to find your website.
0: Yeah, sure. So you can go to onlinebusinessmarketing.com.au. Um, And you can find us there. And um, we've got heaps of free resources. We've got a Hot Leads on Repeats resource. We've got 21 content ideas that outsmart the algorithm. (laughs) We've got 31 email templates in there. Um, So go for your laugh. download everything, um, but be sure that and when you download, you will subscribe because you will then get our weekly training that we send out. So for example, this week, we're doing one on on sales communication and pitching um, in Facebook groups
1: i am i'm blown away with the time that we've spent today you've got you've you've won me over i'm going to go and subscribe (laughs) and we might even um, need to talk later on about um doing some help with my business um thank you so much for coming in it's been an absolute pleasure i've learned about skills um, strategy systems educators empowered i like i want to add one in there efficient because i think if we get efficient at all those things that um you can make a real big difference so if you know anyone out there that needs some help in this, well, they don't even need to need some help. They need to make sure that they're on the right track, get in get in contact with Chantel. Thank you very much.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast brought to you by Media 8 on the Podfire platform. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.